Welcome, lads. Another episode. How are we doing this evening? Great. I've been with you all Good. day. So I, I feel like the one left out. Yeah. You are. He's dragged me down to Melbourne <laughs> like it's just come into this room tight. I feel bad. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't have the deed up shirt. Mm. I feel a little bit naked, but here we are. So I feel like I'm gonna... missing out on deed up live. This is this is unfair. <laughs> so, so a little bit... Um, We've obviously had a, a new drone release this week, the yeah. M30. So we're going to do a little bit uh, differently to normal. So we're going to have a uh, delay our asset um, series just to get this episode in for everyone. Um, so let's start talking, Matrice so, 30. First, our uh, elephant in the room. Could we just mention that this thing looks like a love child of Mavic and an M300? <laughs> I look like a beast. Sounded like no. a question, but he mentioned it. <laughs> It, it, it definitely looks like a beast. Like it's it's a good looking drug. You think so? It yeah, looks cool. I, I read it. Okay. They've used that cool kind of coaxial design, like offset design. Sorry, of the the FPV drone where the mm. back props are higher, but the front of the whole yeah. drone is lower, so you can still take off from the ground, like in grass, and the props will be fine. Mm. Which is pretty yeah, cool. No. But I guess I mean, it's made to take off in crazy terrains because of you know of the type of drone it is. Yeah, well, general person looks at it like it's it is a good looking drone. So we've got the um, the thirty and the thirty T. So what's the difference, lads? Well, the the thirty T basically has a thermal, and the thirty doesn't. Is the basically the big difference? Um, so they have both have the wide angle and the zoom, and they have the laser rangefinder, but the, obviously the thermal is only on the thirty T. Yep, yep, cool. So now we're going through flight performance. So mm. um, for our listeners, we've got, according to the specs on DJI's website here, it's got 41 minutes flight time. So I think historically we know it's probably going to be a little bit less. So Probably safely about 30 minutes, yep. give or take, yeah. which 30 minutes with a drone like this is, and of mm. its weight class is pretty awesome. Yeah. Get a lot uh, done in 30 minutes. 15 meters per second wind resistance, 7,000 meter service ceiling. Don't that's know why. 54 kilometers. So, an hour. what's what's 15 meters a second in kilometers? 54 kilometers an hour. So, that's pretty, you know, not a bad wind resistance. <laughs> that's pretty good. Considering the top speed of it, I think, was just shy of 100 kilometers an hour. Yeah. Okay. From memory. Yeah. Mm. Pretty cool. Hmm. And max speed's pretty high there, too. So, mm. Cool. Um, IP55 rating. So there's a few videos going around already of all the you know people who have got them early access to them are soaking it with a fire hose. Mm. It this, still blows my true. mind that you can do that these days. Like there's finally into the level of waterproof usable drones. Hmm. That's good you, though. I mean, that's always been one of our bi- uh, biggest problems is is wet weather and or condensation or anything getting yeah. in or on the drone. This now solves that problem, which is. Awesome. Saying that, if there's water on the lens, it kind of stuffs you up for you know, everything. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but particularly like, you know, you and I were saying before, Danny, that they, they really have pushed it for emergency services. It's it's definitely geared for that. Yeah. Just side of things. Scroll back up a little bit, yeah. Ty. Yeah. So it's negative 20 to 50 degrees Celsius. So a mild summer's day, right? <laughs> In Australia. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mate, I've, been in, I've been in negative 30 and it's not nice. <laughs> Maybe it's worth, I mean, we've also seen few people talk about the M300 here and, you mm. know, this is going to kill it so forth. So I think just from an IP perspective, um, mm. the 300 sitting, what, about 47 from memory? Okay. So, so that's what, a light dust in a brain, give or take? Yeah. Yeah. So it's enough. That's that's what, and that's probably what they claim it to yeah. be anyway. So it's yeah. enough that if, you know, if it starts raining, they, you bring the drone back. Where this They thing, usually have a slightly better rating than what they're rated at. <laughs> yeah. So like. You're willing to test that rating? <laughs> on your not with a drone. I've tested with some things, but your not drone's with drone. just off screen over there. I know what I'm doing later. <laughs> the fire, I saw a fire hose downstairs. Stay tuned for the next episode of Sean crying. <laughs> no, it'll be more Danny crying, I think, not yeah, Sean crying. It'll be Danny I'll be, dead. I'll be on a very quick <laughs> flight back to Sydney, trust me. Uh, so then all the sensors. B, dual vision. So one of the videos I saw about, the, about this drone, you know, doing our research, there's something like 18 sensors in total on this thing. Mm. You, where's the skill of flying? Like I know that, that obviously this isn't for a skilled, you're not looking to just fly a drone with this. You're looking for, you know, search and rescue or something. You've got mm. other priorities, but there's a lot of sensors on that drone. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There's a great view. Mm. But you think but, about it, I mean, this technology is going to slowly filter to all the other drones that get released next, which is mm. pretty awesome. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think most of the, the newer drones in and out there and about now, the avoidance systems and the sensors are just crazy what they're capable of doing um it, it's it's just absolutely nuts you can't crash anymore <laughs> yeah that's a good thing that is good thing. anymore <laughs> <laughs> hang on <laughs> um right usual this is, this is the bit i i have i haven't read much more on this but it sounded quite interesting and do you do you, do you guys know any more about the actual redundancy system and what it does uh, and how it functions dual, dual gps dual imus dual barometers dual what do you call it? Thermometers, the usual backups for something fails. So if the IMU yeah. goes out or wigs out, you've got your backup there to cover it. It's the same for the M300, the Inspire, the yeah, okay. 200 series had it. So nothing new yeah, on that okay. side. sync 3 for transmission. And you want to fly that 15Ks. Actually, I think, it's <laughs> that, I think it is advertised for 15Ks range, which is good if you're using one of those like hopscotch systems, you know, mm. and have beyond visual line of sight because mm. if you're spread out between, you know, kilometers, you just have different teams everywhere with a remote, just like daisy chain them to the next person. Mm. And it's interesting and, and, video. And having the 4G as well incorporated in the controller is a pretty cool feature. That, for That'd be awesome as long as they're not on Vodafone. <laughs> <laughs> Because once you leave the CBD, there's no signal. <laughs> no, no one normal goes on Vodafone. So we're not Vodafone up here is useless. Costra, sponsor us. Yeah. Deed up on the road. Let's make it happen, guys. Leave a comment below if you'd like to see Deed up do a road show and get Ty into this symbol right here. Yeah. And, and get Telstra to sponsor us as well. Let's do it. <laughs> well, it won't be Vodafone, so. <laughs> no, no, we won't. Um, it looks like Danny wants it. We have Ty. Yeah. <laughs> um, he must have had a trim. Yeah, it's a bad representation, Danny. <laughs> he does have hair. Not much. <laughs> the artwork right there. Um, brought Ty. So it's road show. Make it happen, guys. So for our listeners, Danny is drawing on the whiteboard a picture of Danny. Oh, Ty. <laughs> and a very, very bad picture at that. A very, very bad. Um, <laughs> probably I'll play, one that, the, play that later. 
probably one of the biggest things I pulled away from this drone is, is the lightweight and portability of it for something that's closer to an M300 than a Mavic. Um, and you and I mentioned it before, Danny Heesey, in the, the marketing video, the guy throwing his backpack and running it up, running up a hill with it. Good luck doing that with an M300. <laughs> we, well, we, you we, can. We tried it a couple of weeks ago when we are doing some stuff in the mountains. Did you, did you die of a heart attack? I would have. I did. I made it down with the RTK base station. My mate had to bring the rest of it down. God bless him. Well, the drone itself, the three hours, not too bad. It's with the batteries. So, yeah, we have yeah. three cases of batteries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three, For anyone who doesn't know, the, the M300s, their battery cases are insanely heavy. They're heavier than the drone. Um but yeah, these ones I don't think. This thing to be able to throw it on your back and go nuts. Mm. It's it's a well, I think in the backpack that you saw, which I'm assuming is the backpack that's in the video, I'll just quickly scroll back up. Scroll. The backpack actually looked like you're carrying, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven batteries and the drone in the backpack, and it's still comfortably portable. Does that, does that annoy anyone's OCD that it's got seven batteries and takes two to fly? Yeah, I I feel the same way, but I just didn't say anything. It's possible to. So, yeah, you would have seen, for the, for the listeners, you would have seen there um, the video playing, showing the portability of it and how it's tucked away in a bag and easy for them to carry and fold out and, and, and get flying. It's quite impressive. It's, it's very similar to the, the Mavic style setup for the arms and props. Size-wise, with it, with the, the props unfolded is 470 by 585 by 215. Yeah. So in comparison, the M300 is 800 wide. So, yeah, okay. so almost double. Bloody hell, that's a big yeah. difference. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like we've kind of discussed too, this isn't this isn't going to cut out the M300. This is probably a baby brother. Just yeah, baby brother, and it definitely has its what we think are probably its, its specific applications. But yeah, the, the few downfalls. But we'll, we'll talk about them a bit later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, talking about a little bit more of the actual specs on on the the cameras themselves and, and the M3, M30T. Um, so the wide-angle camera is uh, 24 mil, or the equivalent of a 24 mil focal length, uh, 12 megapixel half-inch um, sensor, and a video res of 4K and 30 frames a second. Um, I was actually surprised that the, the camera, the wide-angle camera, is only 12 megapixel. I thought it probably would have been a bit, a bit more. Yeah, maybe be better for low light, maybe. Bigger, bigger pixel. Potentially, yeah. That, that could have been a thinking like, behind that. Even like the Sony A7S 3 where it's only 12 megapixel full frame. There's mm. some big pickles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, then the zoom camera is a 48 megapixel uh, half-inch sensor, a 5 by and 16 by optical zoom and a 200 max digital zoom. Which is ridiculous. Oh, hybrid zoom, as they call it. Um, and a photo resolution of 8K and a video resolution of 4K and 30 frames a second. If you record 4K zoomed in times 200, that's still mm. for what they for what this drone's made for. That's mm. pretty awesome. Yeah, so that's so, a 20 megapixel zoom. Okay. So, so would you think that maybe like obviously there's there's a lot of use cases you could go for this, but we, we sort of said that the mapping side of things that, that 
or well, even like the asset inspection, that kind of stuff, you think that's probably where that may come in a bit handy. Obviously, if there's surveillance and emergency services, it would, but um, would it be coming handy for uh, all the asset stuff and things, being a 48 megapixel camera, or is it you wouldn't think it Not would? Not so much photogrammetry, maybe the actual inspections, like say zoom into nuts mm. and bolts or power lines or whatnot, mm. I'd say mm. be better use case. Well, just yeah. use a Mini 2 for one of yours. And now you're bagging an M30 doing the asset inspection. He really, really wants one. <laughs> um, it's, its use isn't for photogrammetry from what I can no. see. You definitely could still use it by all means. Yeah. It's, it's got a wide angle. You don't want to be using that zoom lens for any, any form of modeling. Yeah, um, that's true. But it's just not what it's made for. Mm. Don't get me wrong. If I had one, I'd give it a go. Oh, I'd right. give these things a crack to see if they're practical mm-hmm. or not. <laughs> Josh, if you're, um, <laughs> if you're not, you should listen, Josh. See you later. Um, I guess then the thermal imaging camera, um, it's a cool focal length of 40 mil, a resolution of 640 by 512, frame rate of 30 frames a second. It's exactly the same. That yeah, the as the as the M300, which is really not that good. So, yeah. as long as it's radiometric and has isotherm, it's useful. It's doing its um, job. The FLIR payloads right now still need a fair bit of work, I think, for the M300 because they're yeah. just very basic. I think there's actually a new version of it out. I haven't tested that yet, but it would be nice to have that isotherm and radiometric data, not just hey, here's a really low res thermal image. Yeah. And I guess the other little last little bit on the camera is the laser range finder. Um, I've never really That's used one before on a drone. But the oh. same, so 300's got a 1.2 meter range. So it's okay, cool. So this one just has a slightly better range. 1.2 kilometer. I was like, 1.2 meters might be cool. <laughs> I'm reading the 1200 meters and can't see it, obviously. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, cool. So if now we'll jump in a little bit more about light. I love how they yeah, talk about yeah. optimized flow light. All it is is just cranking the ISO a little bit further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked at that when they're like optimized flow light. light and I'm like, yeah, it just looks really cranked. Yeah, um, I've flown the M300 in literally pitch black to the point you could still see the Milky Way. I'll show you those photos later. It was really cool. Oh, really? Um, I'm quite impressed by that. Dude, well, I got out of the car, looked up, and I was like, Oh, it was it was amazing to see. But anyway, we flew the M three hundred like within five minutes of that, and I could still see where I was going using the normal camera. So, oh, sorry, using okay. the FPV camera. So clearly, if they've changed something, it'd be nice to actually okay. see what the difference is. But yeah, yeah. Hey, why not? Yeah. Well, then yes, the smart low light photo. I so this stuff would be kind of cool for surveillance and things like that. I'm, I'm guessing. So I think we've kind of established this drone is more so toked for surveillance, you know, um, search and rescue. Yeah, emergency services. Yeah, emergency services more than anything. Yeah. Well, here's a good example of that zoom. So zoom. zoom in on the power lines. When people say they're scared of drones because they're spying, this is the shit they're meant to be scared of, not a Mavic flying around the beach. Oh, God. That yeah. Mavic flying on the beach is not looking at people. It's looking at the, you know, top down of the water. Yeah, I'm sure there's a few selections of people out there that are creepers, but you know, if you want to be a creeper, spend the 19 grand and buy one of these. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have fun. Um, so, why infrared? If the infrared's kind of cool, like I mean, it just as, as a different different thing, like that's pretty awesome. Watching the flames come out, 
any male and fire will have a great time with this camera. It's like, look, I created fire. <laughs> yeah, what can I burn then record in thermal? Exactly. Um, well, yeah, the video was... one guy was holding in his house. He just did some renovations to the roof, and you could see where they've taken the bats out of the roof. Perfect yeah. example, and it shows how, you know, Shows what thermal like does. Drone indoors, perhaps? No, no, he was, he was holding it like looking at the room. Um, <laughs> expensive thermal camera. He just bought a handheld thermal. It's a lot cheaper. It's still expensive, though. Yeah. And then for the listeners, um, we just see on screen now the, the rangefinder in action. It's um, picking up a, a person in the forest, zooming in and, and, and telling their distance, um, which, exactly. again, obviously really great for search and rescue kind of stuff. So in that, I just noticed as well, they just put a little pin pinpoint uh, success. So we'll mm. talk about it more a bit later, but with the new flight control app they just released, that pinpoint mm. that they just showed on the drone will now relay back to the flight hub so that the search and rescue team can, you know, mm. send in a yeah. chopper to that exact point. Mm. The, the upgraded flight hub looks pretty damn cool. A lot of cool features. Um, now the controller. I, I, I really like this controller. Like it's it's massive, but it reminds me a lot of the um, Skydio controller. Oh, yeah. um, but it's quite. It, I found that quite comfortable to fly with, um, and I imagine this would be very comfortable to fly with. Mm. And I, I can see there the the actual joysticks. They look like more um, like I guess like a PlayStation or an Xbox style not joystick, not, not a stick, which is cool i'd find that probably easier to fly with and i think it takes the wb37 as yeah. well for that longer sort of it's it's the one battery that's stuck through the generations yeah yeah yeah, Thankfully. yeah. it's a good battery yeah well there you go it shows extended battery life up in case you know it's down in remote good ip54 some people need to fly in the rain <laughs> but yeah the massive screen as well like it's yeah. a huge plus say how many the screen is how bright? How many what, sorry? Nits or how bright it is? Um, Here we are scrambling. It might be in the specs. We'll have a quick look later. That wasn't in the yeah. script, Danny. Damn it. I didn't read the script. I'm sorry. Remote controller. Uh, that doesn't say. No. It's bright. That is bright as my entire head. Well, the, the cellular uh, module for the remote is pretty damn cool. Um. EDM. That, I mean that that providing that that steady um, video stream uh, to the controller would be handy at distance as well, which is pretty cool. Look at that. That's been twenty minutes already. Wow. Oh, wow. And here we are thinking it's going to be a quick five minute episode. It never ends with us. <laughs> we try. We try. I did say that. that. There's a lot of things to cover about this drone. Um, yeah, and then now obviously it goes into more about. Uh, the new DJI pilot as well. Finally, they upgraded after all these years. We finally get mm. an upgrade. Yeah, I only watched a little brief kind of video on it before, but it looks like they've added in a, a lot of stuff. Definitely. Plus, with all the extra buttons on the remote, you know, you can, without having to take your hands off the remote to press another button, you've got everything at your fingertips, mm. which is awesome. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now, so all this here, so they've got all like all your checklists and stuff seemingly built in. We cool. did the M300 pilot, same thing, isn't yeah. it? All the um, help. Well, you M300 pilots that fly your M300s, I'm not allowed to fly one yet. You'll ascend one day. Just just get your Thursday, done, mate. Get your Thursday. I'll be right. <laughs> I'll get there. Um, cool. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to touch on there? 
No, I think we're good. Yeah. yeah. This is that Flight Hub that I mentioned earlier as well. Yeah. No, so I haven't really used Flight Hub at all. Um, I'm guessing you have, obviously, Danny. No, I haven't. It's a um, it's more, okay. It's more for larger operations. Say if you've got five, six drones in the air at the same time, they're all the same drone. Yeah. Um, this is perfectly aimed for search and rescue. That say you've got one person back at the office that's you know coordinating the search and rescue. Um, but they can see everything that's going on and be able to relay the information between all the pilots. Mm. Um, the fact that it's got the live annotations and the it's like a three D model of 2.5D model, whatever they're calling it, mm. live from the data that's coming from the drones, pretty cool. Yeah, and breaking out the the missions quite simple. Like I know you always been able to do that, but like to simply the the way I watched them do it in the video, it was quite actually. I think we can click that and it shows us. Um, it, it seems so simple and, and and really efficient, which is awesome. I think, like you said, managing operations, emergency yeah. operations, makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, central point to see what's going on. Then obviously the capability of being able to have your desktop, tablet, phone, yeah. or, or connected to that's it. That's cool. Just... It actually works from the phone and everything as well. Like mm. you know, put that in, you know, use this software with, you know, say if you're a big corporation, use that with ABCRM for your compliance mm. software. And there's a turnkey solution right there. Like ABCRM is the go-to. We all know that. <laughs> 100%. One, was that again? That's ABCRM. <laughs> Hear that, Isaac? Um, so advanced advanced intelligence, um, route planning and management. So doesn't look like anything different, does it? No, it doesn't look like anything really route different. Um, now, I guess th- this is probably the biggest different for DJI anyway. Um the, the docking system, um, obviously, you know, practical for for repeat missions and, and anything, I guess, on, on monitoring of sites and, you know, mine sites, building sites, whatever you want to use the application for. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty damn cool. Um, you guys got much more on that? Well, well, I think we had some use cases a while back, well, not like maybe like a year ago where um, some yeah. of them might remote sites that probably got tower mobile towers so sort of that self autonomous you know every morning to fly do an inspection of that tower so i think it's good to kind of see this stuff coming out now yeah mm. um but obviously we don't know a lot about it yet and uh, no. i don't think they've published a price for it yet as far as i know so nothing i've seen i think no yeah, i've missed a price things like mine sites and you know, sites where that you know you are working remotely. If you got beyond visual line of sight or extended visual line of sight on your REOC, you know, you could be one person sitting in the office and you know do every one of your flights without leaving the room mm. across the whole country. It would Which, be awesome, yeah. like until the drone is a dock on another dock. <laughs> like, it won't on. do that, Sean. It won't do that. It'll run perfectly. Um, Oh, I'd like to see it in action one day. Like it looks mm. like a pretty awesome system, but I've oh, definitely, definitely. The, you know, mine sites, you're, you're, you can tell there's going to be money there. So that's I obviously mean, US dollars. Yeah, so we're looking US at prices. US pricing at the moment and screen. So it's basically. <laughs> um, How much is it? That's the cool. 10,000 US and that's for the M30 and the M20, M30T is just under 14,000 US. Mm. And because I can't come change that on the fly. So it's 
For the M30 Australians, 12,888. And the M30T is 17,940 Australian. Jump over to, to our friends at D1 and see their Australian pricing. Um, Batteries are also not as expensive either. They're only 490 but you need two. A lot cheaper than uh, the 300. About a third of the price, aren't they? Yeah. Bloody hell. Definitely. Well, they are a lot smaller too, so. And they're actually. But, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, they're, they're a big outlay. Um, sure. You know, obviously, like we, we sort of said, the, the emergency services applications is yeah. definitely where I feel it's targeted and, and it would be really, really, really great um, across the board in emergency services. and um that kind of stuff but yeah like i i spoke to you guys about this before the podcast that i think that was the one in my personal opinion the one major failure was having the fixed payload um that you couldn't swap it in and out because if you could swap that out and, and drop your lidar in there and, and things like that for for mapping this would be a beast but without it it's kind of a bit yeah, or, or yeah if, I, like we said, it's really designed to push towards emergency services. Well, if you've got a damaged payload, you, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, you got a damaged payload, you probably have a damaged drone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've tested that theory, Danny, and I can tell you right now, you can damage a payload without damaging a drone. <laughs> Is this a story for off air? Or yes. can you tell it now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually, you guys would have seen the video of that that incident. Remember, I showed you guys ages ago on Dummy of the Week. Ooh, we should talk about this later. But also, this, this could be a good one. Where, you know, up, I keep going to try to push this segment. Deed up, up late. Let us know if no, you like see an no, uncensored no version. I'm old. I need to my beauty sleep, Danny. There's no up late. Up late. It's gonna be like eight o'clock. <laughs> Our listeners don't know that. <laughs> It'll be live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think um, hop onto d1store.com.au, have a chat to the guys, um, reach out to them, see what they can do for you. Mm. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how, how these go and how they, how they, if, if they fly off the shelves. Um, I mean, there's the, the – <laughs> uh-huh. um, like – I've seen a fair bit of hype. Like a lot of people are talking about them pretty excitedly, but everyone sort of the Mavic, just a big Mavic. I'm like, it's a bit different. Well, wasn't everyone predicting it was going to be a, a, well, another bit of a beefier Mavic in some regard? Oh, um, I, kept, I kept getting pictures sent to me saying it's going to be the new Mini. I'm like, a Mini doesn't have a beacon on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does not. For the big elements. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, there's, there's a lot of drones in the pipeline this year, and I think this one caught everyone by surprise. And it's going yeah. to be an interesting year, that's for sure. Like, there's you know the FPV minis took to come out, Mini Three, Inspire Three. What else they meant to come up with? I know. I want them to do another Phantom. I want to see how they can improve the that Phantom Five is going to be coming eventually because it's, it's it's such the perfect drone. So I don't know how you improve it much exactly. more. But there is nothing to improve. Yeah, that's what I thought. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, but actually, I actually genuinely am interested to see if DJI does um, bring out another Phantom. Um, like, obviously, there is a hell of a lot of room for improvement that they could do, um, particularly on the cameras. Um, I think the drone itself is pretty good, but the, the cameras definitely could do with a bit of an upgrade. So it'd be interesting to see if, if DJI does take that on because I almost felt like they forgot the Phantom a bit and started focusing heavy on, on the Mavics and... Everything else, 
Then I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> Mavic killed it. <laughs> Before we go away, I think um, you still owed a thing from our last episode. You needed to do a public apology for the mini two, I believe. I yeah. You still yeah. waiting for that. So yeah. I think you hurt, hurt the little mini. To my Mavic mini, I am sorry. Do I remember what I was sorry for? No, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we're scorning the best drone ever. Exactly. exactly. I love you, me. So with that, I think, um, so what are your thoughts, uh, Ty? Are you going to buy one, man, or what, where do you think the oh, application is? Look, for? honestly, it, like I was just saying before, if, if you had the interchangeable payload, I'd, I almost wouldn't blink. Um, but without the interchangeable payload and the, the limitations on, on, like, all the stuff that we do, it would be so impractical. Um, but, you know, if we were working for police or cure, uh, fire services, totally different. Um, but, yeah, for me personally, look, I'll, it's a beast of a drone, but not with that camera. I, I, I wouldn't buy it. What about itself, Dane? Same thing. An interchangeable payload or, like, a fixed payload with a full-frame sensor and mechanical mm. shower. I'm sold, but for now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's emergency services in my mind. Mm. Yeah, I mean it is. It is a great drone. Like if you just strip it, all of our use cases back for a second and look at it for what it is, it is a great drone. But I just that was definitely a shortfall not having that interchangeable payload. Yeah. But I think they they're getting very good at um, targeting um, different industries, which is good. Oh, definitely, most people sure. try to generalize a drone. That's what gives me hope that they will do another Phantom because it's so useful. Across the board, isn't it, Danny? Not biking with one of the main he's, he's already done one apology. Uh, let's, yeah. let's not bully him to a second. My Phantom's still at home. It hasn't flown in a very long time. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> disappointed, Danny. Just disappointed. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I wake up in the morning, look at the mirror, and cry. <laughs> On that note, have a great one, everybody. <laughs> Peace out. Cheers, out. Cheers, guys. Have a good week. Good night. <laughs>